0: Imagine this. You are, in essence, a head of state. You occupy your office for five and a half years. Your time in office is a bit rocky. It's possible you made some shady decisions, but no one has any legitimate proof. And as far as your predecessors and successors are concerned, you've burnt a lot of bridges. Your public service ends when you die, and you're buried alongside your predecessors. Somehow, this isn't the end of your story. You don't get to rest in peace in your tomb. Your body is dug up, placed on trial by your successor, and found guilty of multiple crimes. Newly convicted, you are stripped of your title and reburied in an unmarked grave. And that still isn't the end of your story. Back in 864 AD, a man named Formosus was appointed cardinal bishop over an ecclesiastical jurisdiction in Italy by Pope Nicholas I. Then the Pope sent him on a mission to begin converting Bulgaria over to Roman Catholicism, where he gained great favor with their ruler, Boris I. Boris even requested that Formosus be appointed as the archbishop over his country, but the Pope denied the request due to Formosus already overseeing his jurisdiction in Italy. Two Popes later, John VIII had a real beef with Formosus. When Carolingian Emperor Louis II died, the seat of the Emperor became vacant. The pontiff then crowned Charles II, or Charles the Bald. But Formosus wasn't a fond supporter of Charles, and there were many others surrounding the Pope who felt the same way. Concerned that John VIII would be intolerant, those who casted their support for the coronation of Louis the German or Empress Engelberga fled Rome in fear of their safety. When he got word of this, the Pope was more than a bit peeved. He targeted Formosus, holding a synod which ordered him to return, but the cardinal refused. So a second synod convened and condemned him, accusing Formosus of abandoning his post, stealing from the cloisters of Rome, and trying to earn the title of Archbishop of Bulgaria for political gain. It's possible all of this was true. Nonetheless, it couldn't be proved. Still, Formosus was to be excommunicated until he appeared at a deposition promising to never return to Rome or exercise his priestly duties. Then John VIII died. And Formosus was reinstated by his successor, Marinus I, and was sent on missions to France by both Marinus I and his successor, Stephen V. Upon the death of Stephen V in 891, Formosus was unanimously elected as the new pontiff. At this point, the empire was ruled by Guy II, who coerced Formosus into crowning his son Lambert as co emperor. It was a political move by Guy to keep his family in power. Formosus immensely distrusted Guy and convinced King Arnulf of the East German Franks to invade Italy. Formosus crowned him as emperor, but before he gained full control of Italy, Arnulf was unexpectedly paralyzed, and he returned to Germany. Not long after, the Pope himself died in 896, leaving his country in political turmoil. Stephen VI is now elected Pope. He too immensely disliked his predecessor. Along with other rivals, Stephen performed a politically charged stunt that would surprise anyone today. Nine months post-mortem, they put Formosus on trial. The Pope ordered his body to be exhumed from the tomb of St. Peter's Basilica, dressed in ecclesiastical robes, and brought to the papal court. His body was placed on a throne and a deacon was appointed to speak on his behalf. Once again, Formosus was accused of violating canon, committing perjury, and posing as a bishop while still a layman. I'm not sure if the deacon was instructed to answer in defense of the dead pope, or just to stand there and admit to the accusations. Either way, Formosus was found guilty. His corpse was stripped of his priestly robes, and Stephen VI personally cut off the three fingers of his right hand, which he had used to perform blessings. Once Stephen was finished with the symbolic gestures, he formally voided all of Formosus' ordinations including Stephen's own ordination as Bishop of the Diocese in Lazio, Italy. Formosa's body was then buried in an unmarked grave in a cemetery for foreigners, but that was still too luxurious for him. His body was exhumed once again and thrown into the Tiber River. Things didn't end so well for Stephen VI either. The Cadaver Synod proved to greatly divide the public. An insurrection deposed Stephen from the papal office and threw him in jail, where he was strangled to death. His successor... Sergius III learned that a monk had salvaged Formosus' body from the river. Once again, the new pope reinstated Formosus' title and ordinations, and was reinterred under St. Peter's Basilica. Thanks for listening! If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a 5-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener.